Hey guys, I just wanted to check in with you real quick before we get into this week's episode. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, due to a misstep on my part, last week and the week before, an episode did not go up as scheduled. And this was actually a complete oversight. Uh, both episodes were actually ready and set up to auto-upload on those days. Um, but because of my busy schedule, I haven't had a chance to check them uh, on the actual podcast networks. And uh, it just it was a complete oversight on my part. Those two episodes are ready to go. And I think we're going to release them next week and the following week after that. Um, but this week, instead, we have a completely different kind of episode ready. And this is our one-shot onslaught number two. Uh, this is Sweet Dreams, which was run by Nick. And he actually took over the editing for this one. So I had no uh, part in editing this. This little snippet right here is the only bit of editing that I have done for the entirety of the episode. This is only going to be the first hour of our one shot. Uh, if you guys would like to see the rest, you guys can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dice heist, uh, where you guys can donate at the $5 or up tier to gain access to the rest of this one shot once it goes up here shortly. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and sorry so much again for the issues going back. Now, I have one other thing to address to you guys real quick. Uh, unfortunately, due to us kind of falling behind with a recording schedule and uh, with the holidays coming up, we are struggling right now to maintain our once-a-week episode. Uh, right now, we have enough to get through, and like I said, the last two episodes were ready to go up, um, but because of failings on my part, they did not correctly. Uh, so going forward until the... Uh, for the foreseeable future, we are going to be only uploading one episode every other Sunday now. Uh, and this hopefully will be remedied uh, near the beginning of next year. Uh, but for now, we need this this extra time to try and catch back up, give us some time to get a little bit of a bank of episodes ready. That way, if things come up, especially with me and my daughter, uh, me and my wife and everything like that, you know, you never know what could come up. So... We just like to get this nice little buffer, and hopefully all of us can still enjoy the holidays without being stressed about trying to get these episodes out. I hope this does not upset anyone, and hopefully you guys can understand that we're just trying to do our best, and all of us have jobs that we need to maintain as well. Um, but going forward, that's what we'd like to do. We're really excited to try and get to the point where we can maintain our one-shot every uh, three months, and also our once-a-week main show episodes. Uh, I think we can get there by the beginning of next year. We just need to get back on track uh, as things keep falling behind and keep falling behind as more things pop up. But thank you guys for your understanding, and I really hope you enjoy this. Again, check us out on patreon.com slash diceheist if you guys would like to hear the rest of this one shot. Stay tuned on October 10th next week, and you guys will get access to the next episode of Dice Heist. Again, I'm sorry that those did not go up as planned, uh, but because of this flub, we're just going to push it back to the next week and put it up then. Okay? Thank you guys very much, and good night. Welcome to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Raceland, and today I'm going to be playing Davrick Bitter Hollow, a halfling wizard artificer. Uh, next up, what about you, Aaron? 
I'm Aaron. I'll be playing Patch, uh, our Tabaxi Paladin. Uh, over to you, Bronson. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'll be playing Kagami, a level 12 Kensei monk. And Josh. Hi, uh, I'm Josh. I am playing a character named Katar Huar, who is a uh, Earth Ganassi, Genasi, sorry, druid, uh, level 12 druid. All right. All right, guys, and I am Nick. I am your DM today. Uh, thank you for joining us, Josh. It's nice to have you along. Uh, quick disclaimer for this one shot. Uh, there will be some gruesome topics, uh, including uh, scenes that involve suicide. So if this is something that bothers you, you may want to give this one a pass uh, or uh, listen along. And when things start to sound weird, uh, just give it a couple minutes and then jump back in up to you guys but i just wanted to give that little disclaimer all right so today we're gonna start my halloween one shot titled sweet dreams you were all members you are all members of a team of experienced adventurers and monster hunters your group goes by the name warriors grim your typical line of work consists of wandering the continent in search of work that requires individuals skilled with dealing with dangerous, the monstrous, and the supernatural. You've occasionally taken a few mercenary and bounty hunting jobs, helping defend towns from bandits, monstrous humanoids, fiends, undead, monsters, and the like. In your years of experience, your group has made a name for themselves, and more often than not, when you arrive in a well-populated region, your reputation precedes you. Several times you have earned the respect and gratitude of nobility and leadership that sought you out for your talents and reputation. The tales of many of your heroic deeds have circulated through much of the countryside of Ardenia, your home country where you have fulfilled most of your contracts. Uh, another thing that you guys all have, uh, I forgot to add this to your character sheets, you have a magic detecting medallions that are all matching uh, once per day it recharges at dawn you can basically have a free cast of detect magic nice fuck that's mm, awesome and I'm currently going through and changing my prepared spell <laughs> so it does not include that one <laughs> you can only use it once I know but I can also ritual cast it so now you find yourselves looking for new work and are now wandering through the province of Grindlewood, a quaint mountainside region with a small town of the same name. There's a little notable history of this town other than its close proximity to a mountain outpost that was critical for the Ardenian military in defending the borders to the east from an invasion by the Grixis Empire, a land with citizens consisting of mostly monstrous humanoid races. On your travels through the countryside, you heard rumors of a mysterious town somewhere near Grindlewood where constant nightmares plague the citizens in an unnatural way from what you've heard. There is a place near Grindlewood that is cursed and all you have entered and all who have entered there try to break the curse and have never returned. You figured you would stop by Grindlewood to try to get more information and see if anyone there is willing to pay you for lifting this curse. If this job is as dangerous as it sounds, It'd be right up your alley. We now join our heroes as they are traveling via horseback with the town of Grindlewood just 
now coming into view as you crest the top of the hill while traveling down the road. Around you is a forested mountainside landscape with trees nearly bare and the ground littered with wide variety of autumn-colored leaves tossed about by the cool, gentle breeze. Would each of you please give your uh, characters names one more time for the audience and give a quick physical description in your areas of expertise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start here. Raceland is playing uh, Davrick Bitterhollow, also known as Rabbit's Foot. Uh, Davrick is a halfling, uh, fairly short stature, who has a scraggly beard and a short cut uh, hairstyle. Uh, he wears a long trench coat that has numerous runes placed about it um, that he studies, uh, that he has spent time studying in the past. Uh, his magic is heavily derived from using spirits of the world to tell him how the world is working uh, and to bend the will of the world to his favor. Uh, Daverick oftentimes comes in clutch for the party and does know when to use his luck appropriately. Um, and I think that's pretty much all for him. He's very upbeat, even considering his uh, grim job that he has and tries to feel like he is the uh, the force for positivity in the group, even when things are down. Awesome. Uh, anybody else ready to give their description? Yes. All right, go ahead, uh, Bronson. So his name is Kagami. His uh, family is the Taiga family. And he stands about 6'8". And he's he's a very like tall but very very lean human. Um, his hair is kind of like a, a deep red, and it's a bit messy. It's not super long, uh, but it's not super short. It's really really messy hair. Normally he's pretty serious, but when he's on the job, it's like he's he's like having fun. It's all like sport for him. He really really enjoys <laughs> slaying. Um, <laughs> I think I found my other, mouth. Other than that, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, as far as um, uh, the rest of his description, maybe clothing-wise, um, he's wearing kind of like a gi, I guess, mm -hmm. but it's sleeveless, black and orange. All right, cool. Nice. Uh, Aaron, would you care to share? Sure, sure. Uh, Patch is a... Uh, uh, Tuxedo cat and visage uh, tabaxi. Uh, lean and um, pretty lithe. He's, uh, his body is mostly covered in a uh, mithril plate, almost like a um, uh, patinaed silver or, or dark, uh, dark gray metals. Um, and uh, from what you see from his visage, he, he got his moniker from uh, his his left eye has kind of the inverse of the tuxedo. So it looks like he has almost like a white eye patch over his left eye, uh, just by the coloration of his fur. Um, but the rest, is, if you've never seen a tuxedo cat, I'll just describe you. They're almost all uh, black cats in color, except um, their kind of chest and uh, forelimbs are uh, white, like a cat wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> um, uh, Patch has sworn an oath uh, of the Watchers. 
Uh, so he, he sees it as his sworn duty and purpose in life to watch the realms of any uh, monsters or aberrations coming through and threatening the planes, uh, this plane and the people therein. Um, and sometimes you may catch him flicking an ear over to his shield, almost as if it speaks to him. Uh, but otherwise, he's he's decked out in a uh, beautifully ornate uh, scimitar on his hip, and um, is is currently riding along at the head of the pack. Awesome, Josh. Yeah, um, uh, I'm playing uh, Qatar Huar, the uh, Earth Janasi. And uh, he is—he's got slate gray skin, and uh, he's got auburn red eyes. And I'm going for like a obsidian black hair kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming, like, I'm—I'm I'm thinking of him built, like, like Fabio, kind of, but okay. not not the same, um, like, obviously presence as Fabio. Anyway, right. uh, <laughs> he—one thing that I like about him is that he—he he joined this group, right? Because a lot of the times, wherever he travels, he's—he's he's traveled a lot. Wherever he goes, usually people just like stare at him, like he's some sort of exhibit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, he's found a group of people who are kind of outlandish enough so that all eyes aren't on him. Right. Uh, so that's why he sticks around. And he's cunning and a little sarcastic and loves adventure. So uh, that's how he is. Awesome. And you're a druid, right? I am a druid, yes. Sorry. Uh, Circle of the Moon. Okay, uh, cool. So get ready to see me turn into uh, elementals with right. one badass six level spell that we'll mention later. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so yeah, now that uh, we have everyone's uh, character description, uh, so you guys are on the hill, on the road, traveling to this town. You see it in the distance. I'll give you guys a moment to role play if you'd like. Otherwise, I'll move on to the next scene. Yeah, so I guess uh, are we like riding on something? Yeah, you you guys you guys have horses as mounts. Okay, basic riding horses, um, but you know you usually just leave them wherever you need to before mm. you go into action. Qatar, can you please scoot your bony ass forward? <laughs> Sorry, <sighs> I I'm just happy to be at a place where you know I might not be the only freak there. You're always I'm just a freak excited to see what we're gonna kill. Yep, we're gonna kill something. Of course you are, you six eight freak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you two insist on riding on the same horse, <laughs> <laughs> and then you just complain about it the whole time. I mean, it's a logistical thing, man. Yeah, yes, have you seen how tall I am? He's tiny, so we so can right. get you a smaller horse. Yeah, and then when we have to run away, I get eaten. That's I'm sure not they very have, lucky for I'm you sure they guys. Have dogs for sale here. They can they can it's, hold your weight. It's pretty. It might be the luckiest outcome of that. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. Speaking of which, I'm going to right now roll my poor tent rolls for the day because. Uh, oh yeah, good that's, idea. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. So wait, we're so I'm on a I'm on a horse with. Okay, that's still gonna be pretty solid. I got two fifteen with average. Yes. Uh, so, I, mean, there's two I, good, I guess two so. Good yeah, I guess two, all two right. good rules. That's yeah. how we role played it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's what, now. Why what's... is he behind me? It'd be bad to put a child behind me. <laughs> I would, I would rather have him. I'm six foot, and Guitar, I'm like three twenty. I'm not a child. I'm a, I'm a built man. <laughs> 
You're, I don't. Okay, so you know how rocky your ass is. Yeah. The front's no better, so I don't. I don't want to deal with that right now. Well, because if something ends up in front of you, he has you as a meat shield, and that's then if something, and then if something's behind you, he can blast him with spells. That's so. true. You know Correct. what? I think it's better for my sake than that he's behind me. <laughs> yeah. Don't get his hair in my mouth or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right I, I literally session. got it down because you got the you made the Fabio Fabi comment all right <clears throat> moving on uh, as you approach the modest town gate you can see a single guard stationed beside the gate which is currently ajar as you draw nearer a gust of wind picks up behind you and blows a waft of leaves past the guard blowing through the open city gate when you draw near the gate you start to experience an uneasy feeling in the air the guard in front of you does not seem to notice you approaching at all and stares off into nothingness with a blank stare on his face what would you like to do the question is do we want to get this dude's attention I, so we were hired to come here no uh, we're, looking for we're just looking for work you're, you're, sounds like they need you help heard, you heard about a curse okay. and you're looking to see if anybody's willing to pay you to okay. lift the curse how far away are we from him when we when we notice his like demeanor, yeah, okay, so I'd this say is about sixty feet. Okay, so like he should have noticed this by now. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna whistle kind of loudly to see if that'll grab his attention. No response. Well, this is fucked. Uh, are we able to just ride past? Patch. Or are there like closed gates? To the, this? the the gate is the gate is open. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. Patch. I mean. Do you have any ability to check the situation out? Could you be more specific? <sighs> you know that sensey thing you do. Oh, that thing. Yeah, your cat-like intuition, I guess. Whatever it is. Um, it's fucking weird. It doesn't <laughs> use spirits at all. I will use my divine sense. And... I'll uh, let you know, DM. Uh, basically, I'm just detecting for good and evil, um, and I'm sensing anything affected by the Hallow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet. Okay. That's not behind total cover. Okay. So probably all of it. The yeah. guard. Except the guard is what I'm speaking Yeah, because there's yeah. a gate. So. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, you see almost like an inverse of what you usually see. Instead of seeing any auras around any individuals or objects all the objects and people that you see don't light up but the air around you has a, a faint aura about it of evil well we're in the right place it is well and truly uh, cursed fuck I don't think it mattered if it, if it was cursed or not I think uh, are they going to be paying us I yeah that's well, see that's my problem is if we're not getting paid why are we going to deal with this curse? Well, it is our duty. <laughs> as sometimes those who can must, yeah. and this is a much more <sighs> faint air of evil than what you usually see when you use this ability. It's like diet evil. <laughs> <laughs> diet evil. McCoy it's <laughs> evil zero. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't Speaking exist. Of diet, I'm hoping we can grab something to eat here. Um, oh, shut the fuck up, Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
<laughs> I literally gave you my uh, trail ration two hours again. ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hungry We again. are not sponsored by Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to cut it, but okay. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, it's okay. Uh, would you would you guys like to proceed through the gate? I go through the jar. I yeah, smack him on the ass. Definitely is. <laughs> I'm not even. Um, Patch will kind of rein up in front of the guard and okay. just just look him over. Okay, checking out the door. He, yeah, he he's not gonna look at me, so I'm gonna give him give him the eyes. Yeah, he he seems decently well armed for a, a guard. This is a pretty small town uh, with a basic wooden. Uh, fence pretty much all around you know taller fence Mm -hmm. uh, spiked at the top but he is still looking off into the distance looking like he's completely glazed over he looks a little more pale than a normal human would be Um, and uh, at this point inside the gate you can also see other various townsfolk just they, they look the same, but they're performing very mundane tasks, such as fetching water, carrying supplies, tending to gardens. And they, they have the glazed look over their face, but they're still, they're still doing their basic stuff. Um, but they seem very out of it. Can I, instead of, okay, instead of going through, can I hand the reins, or actually, I'm just going to pick up. Davridge and put him in front of me. Hand him the reins. <laughs> I'm gonna hop off the horse. What? Okay. What I'm gonna the say, fuck, man? You, uh, take care of this real quick. Uh, okay. I, uh, hold on. I'm gonna walk over to the guard. Okay. Okay. Can I, can I just give him a, just a, a light, just a light little smack on the face? Light, light little tap. Just, just a tap. A little tap. Yeah, tap. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, sure. So you do this, and the guard slowly turns his face towards you with a blank stare. Oh, welcome, travelers. Oh, welcome. Um, well, thank you for welcoming us. Uh, what's the name of this town again? Could you uh, hit me with that guard? Uh, Grindlewood. Grindlewood. Okay. Well, you are being fantastic. Why don't you keep up this great work that you're doing? Um, I'm going to leave you now. Thank you. And Enjoy I just walk away. Enjoy your stay. Oh. Um, oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, would I have any knowledge of... Let me see, actually. Let me see if this is at all pertinent. Description. Okay. Uh, so I have the sage background. Okay. Do I have any knowledge of any scholarly individuals that live in this town? It's like the, the feature that it gives me is researcher. I can basically know where I can find certain lore. So I don't know if like I know of a network of like where I could find scholarly individuals that could give me information. So, yeah. Uh you you know well enough that this is a pretty small town. Okay. There there's there's not really much in terms of that, but your your instincts tell you probably the best place to get information is if there's a tavern. Yeah. Okay. I just figured like go to something intelligent when we're dealing with fucking mindless people moving three seconds a minute right so i think the tavern's <laughs> a perfect place to find intelligent people <laughs> that was that's why i didn't want to go <laughs> that's where y'all want to go i always want to go see the wizard that's in town <laughs> uh but uh yeah as as you guys are are here and you you're kind of you've kind of been exposed to this almost like dank dank evil-ish air and you you kind of feel like a sense of 
dread and hopelessness starting to tug at your emotions a little bit. But for now, you're able to keep them in check. Uh, you're, Sorry. <laughs> but the longer <sighs> you stay here, you seem to notice it gradually increases. Uh, but it's, it's very subtle, uh, and you guys are well-trained, so you're able to kind of push it aside because you, you've, you've felt dark feelings like this before, and, and you just know it's part of the job. Mm. I'd like to remind everyone that if you start to feel the effects of this grip you, let me know. I uh, may have magics that could assist us. Very well. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm going to use it to... I'm going to use it and channel it to my benefit. <laughs> That's my hope, my beautiful rage monster. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what did you guys like to do? I'd imagine it's not the first time we've approached a place that we think might need our help. Um, so, we're going to go to who holds the purse in the town. Uh, we're going to look for the leadership or town center or town hall. Yeah, tavern's probably a good place to get the info, though. Tavern also and might have a yeah, notice but if we board. Get paid. He's no, no. I'm saying like we could find out who's the authority in town just by going to the tavern. True. That's what I'm thinking. And then like he's he's hungry, so. And, and can I, you I don't like him when he he gets hangry real fast. I, I want to feed Kagami real bad. Well, and can you describe like sitting. the architecture of this town real fast? Just to like, is it like wooden houses, stone, metal? Yeah, ramp? yeah. It's it's pretty pretty standard. Uh, you know, small village wooden structures. Okay. You know. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, that's, it's yeah, a smaller that's enough town. for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Davrick's gonna try and uh, lead this horse. On his own, with his small stature. I'll walk next <laughs> to you. He's very bad at it, so I'm going to roll an animal handling with disadvantage just for fun. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, the horse has completely ignored me. I rolled an eight. Okay. It's just yeah. starting to trot over towards, like, some water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the horse just goes to the, the, the stables instinctually and just starts drinking the water there. Uh, and this is nearby the tavern. The tavern's maybe, like, 50 feet to your left uh, it like I, hitches itself <laughs> I, was say, I just i just like fuck it and i get down and i look around for like uh this zombified i'm looking around for like a stable boy that's probably in the same similar state yeah so yeah there's a stable boy probably about 14 years old he's he has the same gloomy look on his face i i'm gonna hold up two copper in front of his face and okay. just kind of like wave it back and forth till he eventually notices. He, he very slowly back and forth, left, right, <laughs> left, right, follows the copper. And then I'm going to very slowly, my horse, right there. And I, I point behind me. Do you see horse? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see the horse. Here's payment. Care for horse. <laughs> thank, thank you. And he just and slowly reaches out and takes it. And I, and I literally, I re so like, I'm just under four feet tall. We'll say I'm like three ten, and I, I'm like reaching up to this this fourteen year old's head, and like just on my tippy toes, and I just pat him on the head, and then, I, and then I walk over towards the tavern. And the the stable boy slowly meanders to your horse and leads him to the stables to, uh, you know, place him. Right. Where he needs to be. That's exactly what I meant to do, guys. I did not lose control of the horse at all. It's not what happened. <laughs> no, you did great. Yeah, that was much better than what happened uh, back uh, a couple weeks ago. 
And then uh, with the cliff, with yep. the other with the other two horses, you guys can do the same if you'd like. Well, actually, with my horse, uh, you know, obviously it was already taken care of. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just walking straight into the tavern. I don't. I'm not waiting. I was actually going to ask: Is it possible, like, uh, to ride your horse into the tavern? L- what? <laughs> <laughs> close, close. I'm going to meet you halfway, Josh. <laughs> uh, ride to the tavern. But, okay. like, is there a post that I could hitch my horse to ah. at the tavern? Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll say there's a post just outside the tavern, like a couple feet from the door that you can just tie your horse to if you'd like. Dope. Yep. I'm going to do exactly that. Sweet. Okay. So, um, uh, and then, uh, let's see. Uh, Patch, are you going to do something with your horse, too? I'll leave <laughs> old horsey boy with the rest i guess okay well one 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 is at the stables one is tied outside of the tavern so. yeah i'm gonna leave it outside the tavern okay cool and one's down a cliff i think that was i'm assuming that was yeah that, that was, was my, yours that was my pony that yeah. makes sense i was like Went wait four people three horses why am i stuck with the little guy <laughs> um, and that just goes to show right. so uh katari you just go in enter the tavern yeah, I'll, I'll I'll enter um nonchalantly, not really, you know, showboaty, but I'm I'm sure that I don't know if these people even care about me or how I look. I sure. don't know if they'll look at me or not if they're all like underneath this the same spell, that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Uh so the so the rest of you uh so this tavern actually uh as as you get close to it, you see a sign in front of uh one of the larger so it is a larger building. Uh, compared to the other ones, and the sign reads Mountain Breeze Tavern. Uh, would you guys all like to enter, or just guitar? I mean, I was heading over there with him, Okay, cool. so I'll, I'll follow <laughs> in behind. And actually, you know what? I'm going to use one of my halfling abilities to hide behind him as we enter, <laughs> and just, like, stealth behind the six-foot-tall monster. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Kagami wants to sort of sniff the air and see if he can get the scent of food. 18. Can yeah. I? Can there, I roll there's, to hide behind? There's definitely food inside. <laughs> the, there's there's cooking and fresh food. What's up? Uh, I got an 18 for that stealth. Okay, cool. <laughs> Kagami, are you like are you thin and tall? Sorry. Yeah, he's like he's like tall like and like stick. very 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 lean. So like gross. All right. I guess I'm trying to think of like whom who he might look like in real life, but I can't come up with anything. Okay. Yeah, just tall, tall, very very lean. I can I can picture it. Okay, so uh, as you guys enter the tavern, the doors close behind you. Just naturally, gravity, oh. <laughs> not not slamming behind you like unnatural. <laughs> uh, it feels as if your spirits have been renewed, and the dread feeling had mostly dissipated. Hmm. Although the solemn tune being played by a male half orc wearing a top hat and a peacoat at the piano maintains the tone that had been set here in the city. Before you, you see a female half-elf bartender behind the counter. A table with a bearded dwarf and two halflings, all males, uh, having a conversation uh, sitting at one of the round tables in the center of the dining area. A human male and a female couple are having a meal together in one of the side booths. And in a corner booth, you see a cloaked middle-aged woman sitting in a slouch, with a defeated look on her face and an ale held in both hands. Nobody in the tavern seems to be exhibiting the same strange behaviors as the people outside, but it is clear that they are not exactly thriving either. 
Uh, the room is somewhat dimly lit by candles and is modest-sized tavern with only a few tables that are left empty. The most interesting thing you notice is decorating the walls of this tavern, you can see dream catchers of various sizes and designs. Your instincts tell you that these may have some sort of magical properties to them. As you enter, the bartender welcomes you. Greetings, travelers. Haven't seen uh, you around these parts before. What can I do for you? This one needs food. The rest of us need information. Ah, I see. All right, yeah. We can uh, whip, whip some food right out for you, and uh, I'd be willing to try to uh, give you whatever information you need. Hey, so uh, what's up with all the people in the town? And as I say that, I'm, like, turning out from behind him, like, trying to catch him off guard <laughs> as I do so because I... Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the female half-elf bartender uh, looks looks down to you and say, Oh, my. Oh, you spooked me. Uh, yeah, so... This town, there seems to be some sort of dark curse leeching into it from the land beyond the that cursed city that, for some reason, none of us can remember the name of it. But, uh, yeah, that's the real reason everybody is so gloom and doom outside. And the nice thing in here is that uh, I made a deal with the local druid to craft me and enchant these uh, dream catchers and they seem to help at least while indoors and uh, really while indoors only yeah it it has it can help a little bit if you carry it on you outside but it's it really helps to be in a closed space interesting do you have any spare that we could purchase from you uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one moment. Let me, uh, take a look. And I'm sorry, you mentioned a dark city? Uh, yeah. Uh, you, do you remember, uh, you said you can't remember location. Or you can't remember the name, but can you remember a location, direction from here? Uh, yeah. Is it otherworldly? Right. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, the cursed city is some, somewhere north. I, I don't remember how far, at least a couple miles. Um, but uh, as as for these uh, dream catchers, yeah, they're uh, fifteen gold pieces, gold pieces a piece. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, well, here is how much. Here, take sixty-five gold. Okay. Uh, Thank you. We need food and drink for all four of us. Perfect. All right, yeah. You I'll need to eat. Get right on that. I eat. All right. Why do you do that? Because you need to eat. You don't eat enough. I eat plenty. You're so fucking scrawny. That's He's down true. to hey, seven Is my food on the way? Yeah. <laughs> so, do you uh, think it's smart to eat food that comes from a place that's clearly been All these people cursed. in this... Everyone in here is normal. Except for so us. So far. Yeah. <laughs> All right, just give me a moment, and I'm going to... I have food. That's all I'm trying to say. <sighs> Fine. Just do whatever you want. Could I please have five portions of food brought over to this empty table over here with of, drink? Of course. Not a problem. We'll take four of the dream catchers as well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to scurry over there real quick, and I'm going to sit down and pull out um, my scroll case, and I'm just going to kind of leaf through some maps and stuff, just taking a general look. Uh, can I make a history check? 
to see if I recognize a dark or a city of any sort to the north. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. And make make a history check for me. Just to be clear, the maps are just uh, for flavor. Um, so that is an eighteen for history. Okay. Uh, yeah. One second. That's my shit. I'm definitely going with mom on this one. Total mom energy. <laughs> like your character or the bartender? Myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I realized I ordered food when you said you weren't so, hungry. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that 18 on the history check, uh, you know that there is a city to the north called Ravenwood. That is Ravenwood. About, yeah. It's about the... It, it is to the north, and it's it matches the description of, uh, of a city um, mm. that you've seen on maps before, but it doesn't... Uh, you, you don't know it too well, but you, you, you know of it, and you know that it is a sizable city with a uh, population probably in the tens of thousands. Okay. Hmm. And do I know of any, like lore of it being a like dark place um you know that there there's definitely like a little bit of mystery to it okay that that it is uh that it is ruled by a family called um raven eye is the is the name of the family okay uh and they have a they have a great manor there and there is also a temple there as well. Okay. Um, but with an 18, I'll say you don't quite remember what exactly the temple is, but you, that's the general information that you remember. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I just want to get a little bit more of a beat on it. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks for that. I'm going to try this. Uh, so yeah, she brings out the food, uh, gives you guys your uh, dream catchers that you purchased, uh, and asks, uh, "Is is there anything else I can do for you?" Uh, uh, Katar's gonna chime in. He's gonna be like, "Yes, uh, you you mentioned a local uh, an, a local druid. Do you know where they are and and if I can meet them or not?" Um. Yeah, uh, he he lives to the south. Uh, he, he keeps mostly to himself. He's been really just helping out a lot uh, the the city with the with keeping up the crops and the and these dream catchers to help everybody remain sane. There's been a lot of people that have left because they just they just can't handle it. But th- this is our home, and he's been able to keep us from losing everything so right uh, now when you say to the south is there like a building i should look for or just head south and just go from there um yeah there's are there th- any you know street names anything like that uh yeah there's there's a trail that he takes it's a little off the beaten path um but it but it is connected to the road you'll see about a quarter mile down the road, if you take the road south, uh, you'll you'll see to the right. There's a path that leads down there. Um, I I don't know how much of a help he'll be to you. Uh, he he really uh, doesn't like most people, but he's he saw an opportunity to help us here at least. So, well, I just want to talk druid to druid, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, more important than speaking to this druid. Did we get who is in charge here? 
That was my next question. Who is in charge of this place? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we, d- we do have a mayor, but um, he's a little... Uh, how should I say? Indisposed. He's been locked in his house kind of for a while, and he... I'm not sure if he's even still alive, honestly, but we've we've all been able to keep our act together. Uh, the military outpost uh, nearby they've they've tried to assist us as much as they can, but um, yeah, our, our leadership is a little lacking right now. But we 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 get by. Um, but. Uh, Someone you you may want to meet uh, is over. I assume you are. Uh, oh, what's what's the name of that group? Uh, the War- Warriors Grim. Is that is that right? Why yes, yes, that is us. Ah, I, th- I, I thought I hate that name, but yes, I thought I recognized you. Um, Who's been spreading rumors again? Yeah, if uh, you you may want to speak to that woman over there in the in the cloak, uh, her name is uh, Diane Raveneye. She she used to live in the town to the north, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah, sorry, it's it's all a fog for me now. Uh, here, these uh, air around here really messes with the mind. <laughs> um. I'm gonna insight check that real quick. Okay. I, uh, I just wanna like Hey man, she could just be ditzy, it's alright. I know. Well and like she I, it's a nine. I'm just assuming it's <laughs> it's because of the effects of the the air around here. Yeah, but, yeah. It, she definitely seems like she's genuinely trying to be helpful, but she just for some reason things are just escaping her. Poor girl. Mm-hmm. Um and then when she, she mentions Raven Eye, I'm gonna give an eye to patch and like just shake my head to just confirm that what she's saying does sound correct. I'm just gonna uh, leave the conversation without any uh, niceties. I'm just gonna turn around and walk towards the, the he, table he, with Raven Eye. He just rapidly presses drinking. X to skip all the dialogue. <laughs> um, Patch is a little more no nonsense. <laughs> Takes his oath uh, very seriously. Okay, uh, so you're approaching the the woman. The cloaked woman. Okay. Yeah, the one that uh, the bartender indicated. Okay. Uh, so yeah, well, we're supposed to do this together. And Dever going to try and scramble together to try and wrap up his map so we can go over and have this conversation <laughs> with him. Just like, wait one fucking second, Patch. Just, just scrambling to get it out. Like, yeah, you guys can keep. You can keep going. I just <laughs> it's going to take me a couple minutes. <laughs> uh. So uh, yeah, she's she's kind of sitting there at the table with her uh, with her eyes kind of just resting on the table, just looking very defeated as you approach. She doesn't notice you at first unless you you want to make yourself known. Yeah, uh, I'll just go and sit down at the table and just say good day. And uh, she's she slowly looks up to you and like, oh oh, uh, good day. Are you the person known as uh, Raven Eye? Uh, Raven Eye is my family name. Yes, uh, I'm Diane Raven Eye. Uh, well, uh, Diane, um, do you have some time to talk? Uh, yeah, I have uh, nothing else better going on. Well, uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, are 
wait a second. You, you look a bit familiar. Are you? I'll uh, just kind of like take off my helmet, <laughs> put it under my arm. Oh yeah, uh, you're. Uh, is it is it Patch from the Warrior, Warriors Grim? Is that is that right? I am known as Patch. So yes. oh. at, as she's distracted by this conversation, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts, and I'm not going to be prying in deeper. I'm just going to be looking at her surface thoughts. So as she's having conversation, I'll pick up what she's thinking about in this conversation. Okay. Uh, if you'd like, I can read Detect Thoughts for you, so you can understand it better. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I, I get the gist of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. She is. She's unaware unless I pry further, by the way. Right. Okay. So you can, so far, you can tell that she's excited when she recognizes him as Patch. Mm-hmm. And that she is a little bit hopeful uh, because she actually needs somebody of your caliber to okay. help her. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, did... Are you here to investigate the, the, the curse? We, we are. Uh, and my companions and I um, were told that you may know more about what's happening here. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Oh, thank the gods you've come. Oh. Which gods? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had In particular. Fucking stop it if with you had to pick three. This. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. He's very particular about his god. I, which which god do you follow? I, I mostly follow a uh, sworn oath more than a deity oh, of okay. particular note. Okay. Well, that, uh, that 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 makes sense, I guess. All right. Uh, but yeah, the oh my goodness, I'm I'm sorry. Give me w- one moment, and she just. She just uh, looks down at the table and she just kind of sobs a little bit to herself. So, sort of sad, but also like hopeful. A little relief, a little relief okay. cry. Okay. Yeah, like like she's That's what I'm getting from this. She's starting to remember a little bit of like why she needs your help. Okay. And and it's making her very sad and uh, okay. inside. Do I get any sort of glimpse at uh, what that is as she's thinking about it in the moment? Uh, yes, but I'm also going to uh, vocalize that as well. So okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. So basically, if, if you don't want to, like, keep updating me on things, just, <laughs> just let them know. When it, it is pertinent, let me know. Yeah, okay. let them know no, you, you got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm already on it. Okay, okay cool. I'll, I'll stop bugging you then. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that, that, that cursed city, I, uh, I used to live there, you see, but uh, ever since the curse, or whatever it is, took over, my memories have been fragmented. I was uh, here in Grindlewood when it happened. I was visiting my grandmother, who's since passed, and uh, I learned of when the soldiers from the outpost nearby came to town and informed us that it had taken over by a dark power that they did not have the capabilities to handle, and we were instructed not to go there or else we would face a fate worse than death Uh, I was devastated and naturally I had to go look for myself I didn't want to get too close and I was so scared my bodyguard Gregor and I rode out there on horses to check it out Uh, we were getting close and were able to 
feel the darkest and heaviest feelings I had ever felt as we saw my hometown looking completely abandoned. As we stared, suddenly we heard frantic screams of running and a soldier coming from that place. He burst through the tree line in front of us as some dark, shadowy figure that I couldn't make out was chasing him. This thing was huge, and it, and I could understand why he was running. He saw us and started running right for us. Uh, they, they were moving so fast we couldn't turn our horses around in time to escape quickly, so Sir Gregor valiantly jumped in f into the fray to defend me. The soldier pushed past Gregor as he ran and jumped on his horse and rode away as fast as he could. I didn't want to leave Sir Gregor, and I yelled for him, but he screamed for me to run as he struck the thing with his sword. I felt like such a coward to leave him there, but before I could decide what to do, this thing grabbed him and lifted him up in the air. As she speaks, I place my hand on her arm. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally getting a little weepy because I'm literally feeling these feelings as she is. Right. And I saw this thing. <laughs> I saw it turn in half <laughs> and drink his blood. <laughs> the, the thing looked at me <laughs> and I got out of there as fast as I could. <laughs> Even now it haunts my dreams. <laughs> and I wake up from nightmares every night. <laughs> I wish I could remember more about my home. <laughs> But whenever I try to think about the image of that, that thing is there haunting my thoughts. I don't know what, what is still left there, or if any of my family is somehow still alive. I highly doubt it. I just want some closure so I can move on with my life. I would like to have something to remember my family by from our manor. I would gladly pay you with any wealth that still resides there if you could go there and put an end to whatever this evil is. I know it's not a guaranteed reward, but I'm sure most of everyone else here is there is likely dead, so if you defeat this evil, you'll have first pick of whatever's left there. If, if, uh, what you do lifts this heaviness from Grindelwood as well, may maybe I can convince everyone in town to chip in for a reward. I'm, I'm sorry it's not much, but I, it would mean the world to me. Uh, I'm gonna look at, uh, Davrick as I, uh, reach out for her hand and just kind of sandwich it in between my two... Pause. Uh, my two uh, <laughs> white furred little little paws. Mm -hmm. I, they're super soft. They're super soft, and I have the cutest jelly bean uh, <laughs> pads on my uh, digits. Um, <clears throat> she she seems almost like somewhat amused, and like even within the tears, she she gives a, a little faint chuckle. <laughs> I understand this is very hard, but could you? Describe the thing you saw. Um. How many legs? How did it move? It. Did it have. It, uh. 
it looked like it had four limbs sort of sort of reptilian huge huge mouth with sh- very sharp teeth and and a long tail uh, maybe uh, yeah grow- glowing green eyes too it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen before I'm um, just gonna glance another look at Daverick and um, does that ring any bells to patch of anything he's yeah, Daverick, does he actually get a glimpse of this image, even? Ooh, neat. Uh, Just because, like, I mean, I'm get, I don't know, I don't know how much I'm gonna get from it, but like, yeah, you know, what? A, a, an answer of no is perfectly fine with me. I, I don't want to like pry into her mind. I just, uh, Daverick definitely wipes a tear as the story is finishing because he can genuinely feel for her, right? Understanding the actual terror that she is feeling right now. Yeah, let me uh, let me get up. An image here, uh, if I can. You initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what is uh, most on its mind in that moment. As an action, yeah, okay, we're not going to worry about that. Yeah, I'm only going to let you see it, though. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, in that case, then, you want me to just peek? Uh, yeah, give me a minute. Oh, no, he's peeking. That's cool. I wish I could peek. <laughs> or no, you just cover up the stat portion of the stat block and <laughs> let him take a look. At the yeah, I, I, I know. I gotta, I gotta be careful of what I show him. Oh, and this is huge, huge size. <laughs> so like, uh oh. Now this is epic. This yep. is huge, um. huge mungus. <laughs> okay, so Davrick's reaction is going to change slightly. Uh, there is genuine terror in his eyes. How, as often, he, as how he often do we see terror on your face, Dever? Not frequently. <laughs> okay, that's bad. Uh, he he had a similar like terror on his face when he once found a snake in his bedroll Ow. when he went to bed. <laughs> but mm. other than that, you've never seen any sort of like terror on his face like this. Patch, uh, I think I might know what this thing is based on her description or. I don't know. I need. I need to think. Um, I, I'm just gonna look around for any drink near me. Okay. Uh, and I'm just gonna grab it and chug it right now. Yeah, sure. You you, <laughs> you see it. You see an ale <laughs> near nearby at the. Uh, yeah. L- l- let's say you, uh, you you snag the dwarf's ale. <laughs> off, oh no! Off the table. Yeah, that's exactly right what here. I do. I just I just chug the fucking thing. And as I'm chugging it and he protests, I literally just hold up a finger to it's his face like, like Oi! What do you think you're doing, lad? <laughs> okay, and, and as it goes down, I slam it back down. I'll buy you a new one. And uh, Yeah, you better. I, I plop down a couple silver. There's your next few rounds, bud. Yeah. Alright. Thanks. <sighs> um now that I've had a second to kind of relax. Is there any way I can uh, discern what this possibly might have been based on what I've seen in the uh, past? Maybe with a history arcana check or nature? Interestingly enough, this thing is unique and you've never seen anything quite Ooh. like this. Okay. The, you've, you've. It has a. I guess this might be a little spoilery, but uh, it has some 
Um, I can make a roll if you don't want to give it to me. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and make. What a do roll. you What do you want me to make? Uh, uh, Arcana, history. Let's, uh, let's, also, uh, if you want to describe it only to him and for the audience, we can take off our headphones and yeah, yeah, and yeah. plug our ears. No, yeah, there I you go. Defend myself. Uh, yeah, so go go ahead and make an Arcana check. Arcana for check. Me, okay. Okay, uh, that's a seven on the die, so seventeen. Okay. So with a seventeen, <laughs> you. Okay. Uh, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't know this creature exactly, but the aura about it is very similar to a shadow that you've. Seen. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's some sort of shadow magic play. Mm-hmm. Is my guess. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, as as you are uh, kind of having this conversation uh, with Diane, uh, the music from the piano comes to an end, and the half work with the top hat uh, exits the tavern after collecting his tips. And um, so, what what else would you guys like to do here? And that half work was the pianist. Correct. Okay. Uh, Agami would just be like finishing up his meal. Uh, I guess whatever sort of pasta dish would be in this uh, village is what he would be finishing up. He would be like cleaning up his plate or bowl. Sure. Probably like a soup. Uh, or something. I'll be. I'm sitting with uh, Kagami, and I'm just kind of watching him. I'm, I'm drinking something. I'm, I'm maybe grabbing a few bites off of his plate, you know, without him looking. But <laughs> I mean, I bought five portions. I'm oh guessing yeah, that's that true. He I, ate I'm actually eating my own. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating my own little portion here. Yeah. I'm just kind of like watching him, like just eating, <laughs> practically eating the plate as well. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's got like the he's got like the plate held up, and he's just he's, letting the sauce or whatever drip. drain <laughs> off the plate into his mouth. I hate that. Gross. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Miss, what was your name? One more time. I'm, I apologize. Uh, D- Diane Raveneye. Thank you so much for telling us this story. Yeah. I- and uh, as you guys are kind of um, still chatting with her, the uh, bartender looks as if uh, she just remembers something. And she's like, oh, 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 oh. And she kind of like moves around the, the, the counter and kind of scurries up to you guys. And it's like, uh, I, I just remembered one more thing. Um, uh, I heard about one of, the, one of the guards stationed at the military outpost, the Northeast, was uh, rumored to have survived and escaped from the cursed place. Uh, I hear he definitely wasn't himself anymore when he came back uh, from that, but I don't know how much help they could be, uh, but they may be able to give you more information uh, if you go talk to the soldiers at the outpost. Uh, that's I'm sorry, that's that's all I can remember. I'm sorry it comes no. in fragments. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. It yeah, does yeah, help. Of course. It appears we have our heading. Uh, yes. Um, Diane, thank you again. We will be... I'll speak for the rest of us, because I know we'll take it. Okay. Thank thank you so much. Diane, (laughs) if you do not see us again, it may be best for you to move from this place. Find... I understand. Find a new life and happiness. 
I understand. Patch, uh, we're coming back. That is the plan. Do, do you, uh... I, I believe it's only a day's journey by foot um, to the to the city. Do you do you have any idea how how long it might take you? We have horses. Um, if we're not here, I mean, I, I in a week. we don't know. But I'd say a week or two goes by, and we have not found you at this place, this tavern. It may be time to try to start again. We'll we'll fight you. I I understand. Okay. Thank thank you. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> this Dabrick is, is good just advice. shaking his head at Patch. We'll be back in a week, okay? We will try. We always do. Just we will try. <laughs> well, thank thank you all for this 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 means everything to me. I, I can't thank you enough, and I hope that the the payment that is there that'll be enough. Uh, it, it is a very grand manner, so I I think there'll be something worthwhile for you. Davrick is just sitting there, like out of her line of sight, just shaking his head, like nodding furiously when she says that she's rich. Yep. Like <laughs> I know, yep, super rich. <laughs> <laughs> we will find a way to make it worth our while. Uh, so yeah, uh, is there anything you guys, anything else you guys would like to do at the tavern? So I'm assuming, right? So they went to a different table. Do they tell us, uh, aka uh, Kagami and Qatar, what what they talked about? Did we overhear any of this? Because mm-hmm. we weren't part of that conversation. No, but I'm sure we'll come sit down and fill you in. Okay, because yeah. like, okay, when that happens, I just wanted Qatar to to ask something of of them. Sure. Uh, what did you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what did you guys do to make her cry like that? <laughs> are you kidding me? Davrick touched her. <laughs> where? On the arm. There are certain places where he can't do that. Well, it was on the arm. Okay. But it seemed to set her off right away. Guitar. No, I... <sighs> For a man who's supposed to Look, be called, you know, a rabbit's foot, Mr. Lucky. This creature is 15 feet tall that she spoke of. That's like 20 of you. That... Fuck what? you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Sorry. He Sorry. doesn't know numbers. I know he doesn't. It's fine. <laughs> Intelligence is not his strong I, suit. I don't know numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Yep, we've established. Adding with your, that to my flaws. With your plus two intelligence, you can't do math. Got it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's better than average. You can do math. But this uh, is funny. It is. It's much. I'm more obviously funny. from an American school system. That's okay. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, Way to literally shoot ourselves in the foot. <laughs> <there. laughs> Way me becoming to be going to be a teacher. Wait a minute. No, this creature is a reptilian creature made of black shadow magic, green glowing eyes. That was an apt description. Ferocious, lean, and probably very, very quick. Uh, out of character, I would definitely describe it as a small Godzilla. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay. A, sc- oh, a small, thin Godzilla. Okay. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. I literally was like, Godzilla, <laughs> when, I, when I saw that. But yeah. yeah, one thing, going back into character, one thing that kind of sets off Qatar, Qatar is the, the green eyes. I'm going to ask, like, do you think it's of a, a necromancer's doing? It's possible. It uses some form of shadow magic, I guess. Mm. I, 
it is shadow i i don't know it's a shadow creature of sorts could be a necromancer's doing we've seen that could before be with necromancers dealing with shadows and ghosts and the like this is very true i don't know all i know is that thing is fucking terrifying have we come across shit like this where like it was a wizard or a magic user that was responsible for fucking with things i mean yeah you guys have dealt with uh wizards warlocks and whatever that uh that summon other otherworldly beings to do their bidding mm-hmm. um but that this particular creature does not ring any bells for any of you okay there is no evil greater than man I'm just going to stare at Kagami when he... You would actually, like, as soon as you look over at Kagami, you would just see, like, his plate is, like, slightly rattling on the countertop, and the, the door leading out of the tavern has just closed. God uh, damn it, he ate out. mine, too. <laughs> <sighs> Do you have any more jerky? Yes. Can I have some, please? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> so stingy with your fucking jerky. Well, one of us is just a bottomless pit of food. Okay, but I can eat that slice of jerky and be full for the rest of the day. I'm not that bottomless pit. Hagami's going to open up the door to the tavern. Hey, are we killing this thing or what? <laughs> and and like and I'm then s- closes it again. <laughs> As Patch like passes me the jerky, I'm like sneaking it behind my back so Kagami <laughs> doesn't see. Did you eat four portions? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> no, because, oh yeah, he probably did because Katari ate one. I ate one. If you ate four portions, then I'll just leave. <laughs> but if you ate three, then I'll grab my food. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I, I grab one of because I ordered some ale for us too I'll grab one and I'll just chug it again mm-hmm. like and just slam it back down and then leave alright alright and I'll uh, I'll write down a note that you guys have the dream catchers yep so yeah probably uh, take note of that for yourselves as well dream yeah catcher. I imagine them as like things we can hang around our necks and they rest on our chest is that cool with you or are they bigger than that uh, yeah, you, you could you could request uh, smaller ones that that would fit on you your You know chest. what? I'll take a moment and I'll uh, take some leather cord and I'll attach it to my jacket so it's on the back. Okay. Just kind of exactly like, what I was like in the do. center of my, my like trench coat, there's just like this uh, dream catcher that I've used leather cord to kind of like wrap it onto it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, you can kind of make like a like a dream catcher harness almost. Yeah, to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fine, and if if all of you want to do that, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll yeah, do something yeah. similar. But yeah, it yeah, to but the they'll front they'll just be a modest size, like a eight to ten inch diameter, pretty much. Okay, cool. So not that's super huge. Huge dream catch. <laughs> I'm, I mean, some some of them are like massive. I've seen yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah, for sure. yeah. I mean, generally, what I think of is as a dream catcher is like roughly a foot oh, really? in diameter to like two feet. That's yeah. dope. Really, I mean that's the one just that like I bigger ones that I've have seen in the yeah. past. Yeah, the, these these are a little bit smaller than you know. Yeah, yeah, but it'll work still. Okay, cool. Nope. Uh, yeah, so, Kagami would be unhitching his horse uh, outside, getting ready to mount. Yeah, so try uh, not to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> as as you guys step outside uh, after 
putting these dream catchers on, you, you notice that the the effects are greatly diminished uh, from from the air around you. Like it's still it still is kind of kind of there a little bit, but it's greatly diminished. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. What would you guys like to do? Well. Do we want to go to the outpost or head north? Or do we just directly? want to go yeah, right to it? Mm. <sighs> I so think if we... This guard, I'm guessing, is probably the one that escaped on her henchman's horse, right? Uh, or is they, this... A- they did... Nobody has confirmed that, but I can see how that could be a conclusion. That An assumption of to. mine? Yeah. I mean, I mean... I'm going to make that my assumption right now because right. I mean it's logical and that's just what I'm go to what I'm going to go to. It could be wrong, but that's what I'm going to assume right, right now. The, the two the two different stories definitely yeah I, to that. I'm saying that they line up, whether or not it's true. That's what I'm going to say is definitive fact to you guys. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I uh, cast to detect thoughts mm-hmm. in uh, the tavern to understand. And uh, get a deeper look into what was going on. That's how I was able to see the creature and see what it actually looked like. And there was a guard they mentioned, the the innkeeper mentioned. I assume this guard is the same one that escaped on the horse that she described in her story. Uh, but I don't know if any information can be gathered from a man who's insane. <sighs> it depends what caused the insanity. I know. If it's a curse... We can, I can help. I know, but if it's a, my worry, a fracture is, of the mind, then he's lost. Based on that image that I saw, it's. I don't understand how it couldn't be a fracture of the mind. Normal people bend to these sorts of things. We've seen it before. My worry is if we take too much time here, then we will be affected by this curse just like them. What use are we then? This is a <clears throat> salient point. Well, uh, I am up for either. Um, but staying here, I very much like to leave this place. Yes, I agree. We need to move. So I will leave it to the three of you to vote whether or not we visit the guard or uh, not. Although Kagami seems to just be over there waiting on his horse, so... Kagami, what, what do you think? Let's just find the source of this thing and kill it. End it. So that's one. Uh, what, uh, what I'm kind of with think? that. Guitar can get behind that. Wise enough. Alright. Then I uh, say we press on. I don't I'll, think there's more to gain here. Yeah, I'll go get the horse for... Uh, Average and I, uh, I'll, I'll like as he goes to leave him. Like I, I could. Oh, thank, thank you. You didn't have to get that. I could have gotten that. While well, he sighs, literally a, a heavy sigh of relief that he doesn't have to try and lead this <laughs> horse back over here. I'm just thinking about the cliff. That's all. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys are just gonna head straight for the the cursed city and straight north. I think so. Uh, okay. What what time of day is it? Um. We'll say it is uh, probably about four p.m. Okay, and okay. it's it's overcast, right? Like it's it's foggy. Y- yeah, like it's cloudy. it's kind of gloomy. Uh, 
it's a fall day, so there's the the leaves are all fallen from the trees. It's very unlike the wonderful day that we have today. Right. <laughs> and I'm flying in a basement. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's beautiful outside as we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. A little bit. It hurts. <laughs> in our parents' basement. Just kidding. No, no, this is my basement. I, I, I mean, it is my daddy's basement. No, my dungeon daddy. <laughs> uh, that doesn't help. It does a little. <laughs> <laughs> Would daddy master be better? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I, I think oh, this is a, a good place to uh, stop for this episode. Uh, is that is that correct? Yeah, uh, this sounds good. It's been about an hour of good recording time. Uh, so yeah. All right, guys. Uh, so we will pick up next time with you guys heading on your horses off to this cursed land to the north. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. We have. We know where we're going. We know I, what we got to do. I fucking hate that you're Goku. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Oh God. Oh man. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm, not, I'm actually not even trying to like emulate Goku, just like a bloodlustful, uh, energetic fighter. Okay, so Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Piccolo's I don't, I don't know. Maybe. A little, maybe, maybe Vegeta, too. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of everything. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you guys next episode. See you. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Oh. Nope. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was like, it's titled "Sweet Dreams." I'm like, oh god. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Bronson, you're good. Okay. Oh god, she's mute. Oh, he no. he picked the he, wrong he, time he to deafened, and now he's not looking at the screen. Everyone, just flick off Bronson. Woo. Flip off Bronson. There you go. Bronson, you're good now. There you go. There you go. Okay. Patches <laughs> oh, was right behind you. You picked the worst time to freaking look down at the floor and scratch your nuts. Because I guarantee that's what you were doing just now. Now you just scratch its face. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Going and back to nuts. an unaired conversation. <laughs> no, this is staying in now. No, yeah. No. <laughs>